1: yoo running crew! Welcome to Dancing is Forbidden in Aqua Teen Hunger Force Exploration. I am Ronnie and on this podcast, I am watching through every Aqua Teen episode, one episode at a time. And the episode I watched through this week was... Season 1, episode 15, Interfection.
0: And those perpetrators will pay! I will redden their buttocks.
1: Interfection airing December 8th, 2002. I looked up the title of this one because I'm like, what does that mean? And I assume they made it up, but actually it means the act of murder or killing. So the word actually has a meaning. It actually is a word. I assumed it was a mashup of internet and infection because their house gets infected with pop-ups. But interfection is a word, although I don't believe anybody dies in this episode besides Dr. Weird at the beginning. Carl gets his fingers chopped off, spoiler alert, but we don't actually see him die, so who knows. But before we get to that, as you guys know, we've got some other stuff to talk about. The Adult Swim Festival has come and gone. We got our Aqua Teen Hunger Force panel. And if you haven't, check out the previous episode I put out before this one, solely dedicated to covering that. I'm not going to rehash it all here, but I did ask a question on Twitter and Instagram. The question was, which upcoming Aqua Teen Hunger Force release are you most excited for? Aquedong Side Pieces, the series of shorts, or the film? The most surprising result of these questions was getting people saying, wow, there's another film coming out? I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, other than they clearly don't listen to the podcast. But hey, that's all right. Not everyone is about that podcast life. The results themselves weren't too shocking to me. On Twitter, we had 72 votes And we had 73.6% looking forward most to the film with 26.4% looking forward most to the shorts, which not surprising. Then over on the old Instagram, we had 36% most excited for Aquedong side pieces and 64% most excited for the film. And on Instagram, that was a total of 122 voters. So thank you, everybody, for voting in these polls. Really fun to see the results. Can't say I'm surprised, really, because... I was talking to patron Tess Ersabet, and I sort of got, I'm probably mispronouncing this every time, but I was talking with them about this. And my reasoning was because, of course, it's difficult to pick, right? I mean, obviously, everyone's excited for both. I doubt there's anybody who's like, oh, I'm so excited for the movie, but I don't care about the shorts. That person doesn't exist, but it's hard to pick. And my reasoning was. The shorts are only going to add up to about 30 minutes tops because they're two to three minutes and there's 10 of them, while the movie is at least an hour. So I guess I'm more excited for the movie because it'll be longer, first of all. And second of all, it will be bigger in scope, while Aquadonk's side pieces will be more of a fan service thing. Not to say that's wrong, because of course that'll be fun in its own right, but it's, you know, more exciting for me to get into a longer form thing than something that's two or three minutes each. But yeah, thank you guys again for voting in those polls. I really think those are the most answers we've ever gotten. So it was fun to get, you know, a bigger sample size here of what people are looking forward to. And again, not surprising, but I I think it's safe to say everyone is excited for all the new stuff to come out next year. And of course, as more news about both the film and the shorts comes to light, we'll be talking about it here. You guys know that. Moving on, we've got a couple impressions I want to play since I've got a few in the vault. I try not to bombard you guys with them, but in lieu of not having anything else in terms of voice messages, let's hear some of these impressions. First up, we have a message from Brack and Zorak. Let's hear what they gotta say.
0: Hi, my name is Brack. And uh,
1: I'm Zorak.
0: We were on Space Ghost and the Brack Show. My house was in an episode of Aquatine Hunger Force. Oh hail Brack. You should do a Brack Show podcast. And, uh, Make it free, <laughs> please. Oh, for goodness sake, I knew you were going to mess something up. All right, listen up, Ronald. We're going to only say this once. You better make your episodes of the Brack Show podcast free or, well, I, I'm not really sure what we're going to do, but we're going to think of something. Oh, you understand? Oh, that's Zorak. He's, he's just kidding around. I'm really not. I'm I'm going to do something. All right. Make more episodes of the Aquatine Podcast. Cause I, I like that meat logo guy. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Bye. Brack and Zorak, these two crazy guys, they're upset that the Brack Show episode that I made a podcast episode on is Patreon only. And guys, look, these podcasts, they don't grow on trees, man. You you uh you gotta realize here, I'm not a trust fund baby. Look, if I was set if I had played the stock market, right? Or the Bitcoin market, right? Look, these episodes would be free. You'd be getting way more of them. But that's not the case. I have to work a dummy job so I don't have all day to make these for you for free. I'm sorry, boys. If I could, I would. But I can't. Sorry. Brack, why don't you try asking your, your mom or dad for the $5 a month it costs to listen to the Brack Show episodes. I'm sorry, buddy. But that's the best I can do. Also, Brack likes Meatwad. I want to point out how Meatwad is in the episode of Brack show I covered Brack Street. He has a little cameo. He flies by on a moped scooter. Pretty cool. Up next, we have young Meatwad himself, Shane, doing a Moon and Nights impersonation. Let's give that a listen.
0: Hey, this is Ignate
1: Knock. And uh, this is your mother telling you to go drink beer. Yeah, go drink beer, you fat ass. Er, shut up, you ruined it. You gave it away. You are so stupid-er. So stupid.
2: What, man, The no, 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 dude, the plutonians are
1: attacking us again. Oh, God. Moon them. Put the button on the screen. Dude, still recording. It is. <gasps> Moon Knight's telling me to drink a beer way ahead of you guys. Sipping on that Coors Light as we speak. Shane, thanks for the voice message here. And Shane also sent me another email telling me how he recently got a friend into Aqua Teen. So keep up the good work, Aqua Teen Ambassador. We need more viewers, more fans, so that more people watch the new stuff, so they make even more new stuff. That's show business, baby. Thank you guys both for those voice messages. If anybody would like to send in a voice message of your own impersonation, impressions of your Aqua Teen origin story, how you got into the show, your excitement and thoughts on the upcoming film and short series, Aqua Side Pieces, or, you know, whatever, whatever Aqua Teen related you can think of. I'd love to listen to it. So send that via speakpipe.com dancingisforbidden is forbidden or check the link in the show notes. You can find it that way. But that's it for this housekeeping community section. I know you guys are dying to hear what was going on the week of December 8th, 2002. And guess what? I'm going to tell you right now. How about that? assassinating harry potter with his walther p99 we have james bond reclaiming his place at the number one box office spot this week with die another day kicking harry potter to the curb yet again these two films going back and forth back and forth and i have to say spoiler alert this is where it ends because next week we have a whole new movie but back to this week die another day brings in 12.8 million dollars this week alone. So if you haven't heard in the Love Mummy episode, I talk more about that film. So check that out if you'd like to hear me talk about Die Another Day. And little factoid about this film that I should have mentioned the first time I covered it was that it is Pierce Brosnan's final film portraying James Bond. The next James Bond film being Casino Royale, which came out in 2006, had Daniel Craig playing the role of Bond, which he still does to this day. And as I said in Love Mummy, there is no cast and crew shared between Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Die Another Day, so nothing to talk about there. Moving on to music, again, we have Mom's Spaghetti, Mr. Eminem, holding firm on that Billboard Hot 100 single with Lose Yourself. Yet again, not a whole lot to say about that one, but for our Billboard 200 number one album, we have something new. What do we got this week?
2: Good.
1: Yeah. This week, dominating the Billboard charts, we have Shania Twain with her new album, Up, which came out November 19th. And now here we are in December. It's taken over the world. And the interesting thing about this album, guys, is that there's three different versions of it. There's a red version, which is more of a pop rock mix. A green version, which is more of a country mix, which is the uh, version I played here of the song, Get You Good. And then there's a blue version, which is like a Bollywood. Kind of Indian Mumbai mix, which is super interesting. I'm such a sucker for when artists do these kinds of things. I mean, I like Shania Twain well enough. It's not like I, you know, listen to her in my free time, but I've definitely heard the hits. And I think this was a really cool move and something I respect coming from someone with like a country background that Shania Twain has because she's clearly trying to market to all sorts of demographics here. But she's releasing different versions to do so. She's not just trying to bastardize her sound all in one go, which is what Faith Hill got in trouble for on her album *Cry*, that we covered in the Dumber Dolls episode, because Faith Hill was a country star and that album was too poppy for many people. So Shania Twain literally had like different versions of the albums made, and I think like the vocal takes are even different. the The, the track listing is the same on every single album, but it's like the instrumentals are different. And again, I think that. At least in some songs, she just re-recorded the vocals, which again, super interesting. Even if you're not into the music itself, I, I thought it was fun to listen between the different versions, especially the blue version, the Mumbai mix with you know actual Indian musicians on it was really fun to listen to because it's these kind of country-tinged pop songs with just Indian instrumental behind it. It, it makes for an interesting listen. Looking at the album on Discogs, it looks like in the United States. So everywhere it was sold, it was basically a double disc. In the United States, we got the red version, which is the pop rock version, as well as the green version, which is the country acoustic mix. But then elsewhere in the world, they would get the red version, which again, the pop rock version with the blue disc, which was the uh, Indian kind of world mix. So kind of interesting to look at discogs here between all the different versions that were bundled. But yeah, it looks like it was mostly released as a double disc. There were some places where it was a single disc, which looks like it was mostly just the red version. But I should point out how that goes into the sales. So I say it sold 800,000 copies. That's more like 400,000 copies. But since it's a double disc, it's counted as two sales. But again, you 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 do pay more for those double discs. So it's not like that's cheating. People are paying more for it. But yeah, there were a couple... Singular discs you can get, usually of the red disc. I'm sure that, you know, the green and the blue were split up individually, but I'm not really finding them from a quick search here. But all right, that's Shania Twain's up, and I get a feeling we'll be seeing it more and more often in these coming weeks. Otherwise, our Billboard Alternative Number One song, again, is All My Life by Foo Fighters. So I have a little bit of music history news here for you guys on December 6th, so 2 days ago in our timeline here, another riot over a canceled Guns N Roses concert breaks out this time in Philadelphia after Axel Rose is a no show. The band cancels the remaining dates of the tour without explanation. So yeah, there was uh you know that period in the early 2000s when when Axel was going off the rails, he wasn't showing up to stuff and all this all this nonsense and fans would start rioting and looting and breaking shit because they were so angry that Axl rose didn't show up but all right that's it for our music talk this week moving on to video games on december 3rd dragon ball z budokai is released on the playstation 2 which is a fighting game and i know lots of people appreciate those fighting games and then also on the third legend of zelda a link to the past comes to the game boy advance now the original game Came out in 1991, but now in 2002, it's coming to the Game Boy Advance. So you can play it on the go, on your handheld here. I haven't played much of A Link to the Past, but I have played A Link Between Worlds, which came out in, I think, like 2013 for the 3DS. And it is based on A Link to the Past, but there's like different storyline or something along those lines. So similar kind of gameplay to that. And I enjoyed that game well enough, but I'm more of a fan of the 3 d Zelda games than the 2D ones, but I'll definitely play A Link to the Past because I know it's a great game, so I'll check it out at some point. And before we move on, I have a commercial for this Game Boy Advance version of A Link to the Past that aired at some point in late 2002 on Adult Swim in the action block. So I don't have the exact date on this, but thank you to CBZ VHS on YouTube for this. Content which I'm putting the link in the show notes. If you'd like to check out the full video, there.
2: Things in the light are not the same. In the, dark. the Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past for Game Boy Advance and now four can play. Do I smell fear? Rated Everyone.
1: The now four can play is a reference to the additional game mode, I guess. On the cartridge, which is called Four Swords, which was its own game that allowed up to four people to link with a physical cable their Game Boy Advances together to go through those levels. So kind of like a new game added to A Link to the Past, which I'm sure was very thrilling at the time. But all right, that's it for our pop culture this week. You just saw Die Another Day again in the theaters. You're still loving it. And you just got your double disc Shania Twain. And while listening to it on the way home from the store, you were playing A Link to the Past on your Game Boy Advance. It's Sunday night. What the heck is coming on Adult Swim tonight? This schedule a bit different from what we've seen so far, especially lately. So let's walk through it. At the 10 p.m. spot, we open with The Oblongs, Get Off My Back, which is crazy because normally we open with home movies and The Oblongs is one of the last things to show. But for some reason, The Oblongs is up front this week. And then at 10.30, we have The Ripping Friends with The Man from Next Thursday Part 1, which is a new episode. After that, at 11 p.m., we have Sea lab 2021 with Tin Fins, a new episode. 11.15, we get Aqua Teen with Interfection, of course, a new episode. Then at 11.30, we have The Brack Show with Brack Street, which is not a new episode, which is a crazy episode. I covered it for the Patreon feed, and there's just tons of rapping from all the characters, including Carrie Means. Voice of Thunder, Cleese, Brack, you know, of of course. And then we have CeeLo Green in that episode as well as MC Chris. And I assume MC Chris wrote most of the raps for that. And I am realizing now, so as you guys know, the $10 Patreon members get to vote on the bonus episode I cover this week. And I accidentally listed that Brack Show episode without thinking about it. Now realizing, oh, I already covered that one and somebody voted for it. (laughs) So I feel bad about that. I need to uh, catch that in the future. Of course, you can change your votes. And I suggested that they do change their vote uh, to break some ties. But that member wanted to stick strong with the Brack Show. So I respect the code of honor there. After that, we get Space Ghost Coast to Coast at 11.45 with Flip Mode, which is the episode that won the votes this week. So I am covering that episode this week for the Patreon, which it's it's a it's a nutty episode. It's written by Matt and Dave. And yeah, it, it's definitely one of the Stranger Space Ghost episodes. So I'm excited to dig into that one. We all know that Aqua Teen started because Matt and Dave were getting bored with Space Ghost. And that's why they created these other characters that took over an episode of Space Ghost. Of course, that episode, Baffler Meal, not getting greenlit until after Aqua Teen was already on the air. But you can just really tell that Matt and Dave were getting bored because this episode of Space Ghost is so strange. It's not like any other Space Ghost episode. So it's fun to see them experimenting and playing around before they got to really dive into Aqua Teen. At midnight, we have Home Movies with Bad Influences. So Home Movies relegated to the back end of the lineup this week. And it'll be that way going forward as well for a while because there's no new Home Movies episodes at the moment. So they're just trying to get exposure for other shows, I suppose. And then finishing out the night at 12.30 a.m., we have Mission Hill with Kevin Finds Love or Hot for Weirdy, which is an alright episode. So that's our lineup this week, guys. We have three new episodes and overall it is the oblongs the ripping friends C-Lab 2021 aquatine the brack show space ghost home movies and mission hill so a lot of the shows we've been seeing over and over again but again just that lineup is a little bit different but all right i think we've set the stage successfully for december 8th 2002 we know what's going on here let's jump into this wonderful episode of aquatine interfection Check in. This episode of Dancing Is Forbidden is brought to you by Run of the Mill Search Engine, connecting you to all the teeth, plaque conspiracy, and Metallica web pages that you need for your day-to-day life. Search no further than Run of the Mill Search Engine. This episode also brought to you by Young Metro ninety-five signing up this week on Patreon at the five-dollar level, the duffel bag of cash level. Thank you for that, Young Metro ninety-five. And of course, this episode is brought to you by all of our patrons over at Patreon.com, where they are receiving extra content from yours truly in the style that I am doing these Aqua Teen episodes, but with other adult swim shows that came out the same week that the Aqua Teen episode did. And of course, I'm trying to look at it in the context of Aqua Teen and bring some Aquatine into those otherwise non aquatine episodes. You can check all that out at the $5 level. And then at the $10 level, you can vote on which episode I cover. But you guys know all that because I already talked about it this episode. You guys are also eligible to get stickers at the $5 and up level as well as the $1 level if you're subscribed for five months. Just send me your address. The stickers are here, guys. I got the box sitting right next to me. And yeah, stickers for days over at my house. So I need to get some stamps, and I'll send these bad boys out within the week, but no later than two weeks or so, if you are eligible to receive them. So if you would like to get some, please consider signing up at patreon.com slash dancing is forbidden. I'm in a dangerous spot here. I really want to get rid of these stickers because... I've got so many, I'll be tempted to put them places that I'm not supposed to, such as public property. Otherwise, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. If you can't support the show financially, just sharing it, just posting it around really helps a ton. And that ain't no lie. And if you do head to the Patreon, just a word of warning, do not click the pop-up ads. Okay? Learn at least one thing from this episode. Don't click the pop-up ads. It won't be pretty. Just to clarify, that was a joke. There should be no pop-up ads on Patreon. It is a safe website. I use it all the dang time. I don't got no viruses.
3: Parents strongly caution. The following programs are intended for mature audiences over the age of 18. These programs may contain some material that many parents would not find suitable for children and may include intense violence, sexual situations, coarse language, and suggestive
1: dialogue. December 8th, 2002, Interfection airs tonight with a TV-14 rating. And this will be our first Aqua Teen episode to air with that rating since Revenge of the Moon and Nights, episode 8, back in May of 2002. So it's been a while since we've gotten an Aqua Teen episode airing with a TV-14. Of course, Dumber Dolls eventually got a TV-14, but it did not air with one. So note that distinction, even though it, it really should have, considering what happens in that episode. And I gotta imagine the reason this one airs with a TV-14 is because there's the section of the episode where Meatwad is stuck in some pop-ups that have women in bikinis on them. And it, it really lingers on on those uh, shots. So I got to think that's why. Because otherwise, there isn't really anything in this episode that you know warrants it being TV-14, I think. I mean, there's a little bit of them saying gay at the beginning, but I don't think that would give a 14 rating on its own. And we will run into a censor in this episode, which we will discuss when we get to it. Otherwise, something to touch on up front here is we have Todd Hansen doing the voice of www.yzzerdd.com and Todd, most probably notably known for his role as Dan Halen in Dave Willis' show Squidbillies. Heading into the Dr. Weird sketch that we open up to, of course. It's a short one, so I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to tell you what happens. We open to Dr. Weird saying, Gentleman, and he has a really high voice. We hear that off the bat. And then we see his head is tiny inside of his hair heater helmet, and he has some sort of thing attached to the top of his head inside of the helmet. He tells Steve to turn it on. Steve just says, oh, all right. And then whatever it is, he turns it on, at which point Dr. Weird's head starts to just grow larger and larger as he's saying, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, and then his head explodes. And that's it. It's a really, really short clip. And of course, no bearing on this episode of Aqua Teen. So we're back to an episode without a a link between the Dr. Weird skit and the Aquazine episode, which is a bummer because, as you guys know, I really loved the way that Dumber Days linked to the Dr. Weird world, and I wish they would have continued that to some extent, and here they're just dropping it. So, hey, easy come, easy go. Moving into the proper episode, we have Master Shake and Meatwad in the living room, and Master Shake is going on some sort of conspiracy rant similar to what you're probably going to hear from your uncle this Thanksgiving. Let's check it out.
0: Plaque is a figment of the liberal media and the dental industry to scare you into buying useless appliances and pastes. <laughs> I've read the arguments on both sides. And I haven't found any evidence yet to support the need to brush your teeth. Ever. I don't know how to know I don't know teeth. Well, I got rid <laughs> of my teeth at a young age because... I'm straight. Teeth are for gay people. That's why f***ies. Come and get them. If teeth make me gay, then sign me up. It's always them. Well, let's compute it, and I will solve the answer. To your face. Come on. To the crime lab.
1: Some great back and forth between Meatwad and Shake here. I really, really like this scene a lot, and it goes to showcase how great the conversational scenes In the show can be. I want to mention at the end of the clip there, Master Shake, who was sitting in his green chair, of course, when he says to the crime lab, he basically hits himself back in the chair and the chair flips over and he he rolls out of it. That's how he gets out, which is a funny way of him getting out of the chair, but also a cheap way, because that way they don't have to really animate him getting down and walking across. It's just a quick, cheap way. He just backflips out and we're sent to the next scene. But before we discuss the next scene, you know, obviously there's a lot to unpack here. Shake going on about how plaque isn't real. It's a figment of the liberal media and the dental industry to scare you into buying useless appliances and pastes, which is a great conspiracy theory. Of course, not true, but I I like where he's heading with this. Shake saying that he's read the arguments on both sides and he hasn't found enough evidence yet to support the need to brush your teeth, which is hilarious since I would imagine... 80 to 90% of the evidence is for brushing your teeth, but I'll take Shake's word for it here. And then and then Meatwad points out, "Well, Shake doesn't have any teeth," which he does. We see when he talks sometimes there's like teeth animated in his mouth. And there's even teeth animated in his mouth in that scene when he says like he got rid of his teeth at a young age because he's straight. Teeth are for gay people. And then here's our censored line. He says That's why fairies come and get them. Of course, fairy is a derogatory term for a gay person. And according to the Aqua Teen Hunger Force wiki page, this is present on the DVD versions. And I just checked now also the HBO version. So I assume it wasn't censored when the show aired and probably in syndication for a while. They added it once the DVDs came out, which came out, I think, in 2003. Yeah, looking at the wiki now, the volume one disc came out in November 18th of 2003, so it was censored after the fact. And that kind of brings me to a conversation we had on the Dancing is Forbidden Discord. We were talking about the Shake Like Me episode, which, as everyone knows, isn't on HBO Max. But in case you're unfamiliar with the episode, basically, Shake gets bitten by a radioactive black man and Shake becomes black. And the episode isn't included on HBO Max. It was included for a period, but my understanding is it wasn't supposed to be. And... The user YoungMetro95 who brought it up there was like, how come South Park can be on there but Shake Like Me can't be? And I really think it's because based on evidence here and the fact that South Park is on HBO Max and what Adult Swim has said is that Adult Swim themselves pulled it. I don't think it was HBO Max who made that decision. It was Adult Swim didn't want it up anymore. And this is an early 2003 example of that, of them going back retroactively and censoring stuff that they probably thought, in retrospect, wasn't in good taste. Anywho, going back to that conversation in the episode, we have Meatwad responding, well, if teeth make me gay, then sign me up, because I wish I had (laughs) them. It's got to be one of my favorite Meatwad lines ever. I just just adore that line so much. And it's so clever for Meatwad, because he doesn't get a ton of clever lines, at least not this early in the show. Shake is not satisfied, though. He feels like Meatwad doesn't believe him with his conspiracy, so he's like, all right, let's go to the crime lab and look this up, which of course the crime lab turns out to be Frylock's room, which I love whenever you hear people who are like, oh, I did my research. It's like you fucking Googled it on your computer. That's not research. So yeah, we're in what Shake calls the crime lab, but Meatwad, he's bringing up some good points about it. Let's check it out. They are now in Frylock's room.
0: Frylock well, says uh, this ain't the crime lab, and this is his room, and he don't like us yeah, hush! You want to damage the search engine? Computer, search for Teeth and plaque conspiracy and Metallica.
1: (laughs) And Justin Timberlake.
0: (laughs) Do Justin Timberlake. (laughs) Please hush up. The search needs complete silence to work. Oh, shoot, I forgot. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, but if you can't learn that little lesson... Then someone's going to get their little mouth stabbed shut with skewers. And then we'll see how easily the axe slices through the meat.
1: Master Shake keeps telling Meatwad over and over again that, like, Meatwad has to be quiet. Otherwise, the search engine doesn't work. And, yeah, just tricking him. And Meatwad does fall for it. And I I just, I'm always here for when Dave Willis does this soft, sweet Meatwad voice when he said, Oh, shoot, I forgot. I'm sorry. He just, like, it's so quiet with it and it's so sweet.
0: Oh, shoot, I forgot. I'm sorry.
1: Master Shake's search on the search engine, of course, legendary. Teeth, plaque conspiracy, and Metallica. <laughs> I, I like how he is searching plaque conspiracy to prove that he like found this plaque conspiracy. He's just like confirmation biasing himself and looking it up to, to say to me, here, look, here's the conspiracy after he searches specifically for what he wants to find. Real quick, I want to talk about The search engine he's using and the computer and all that stuff. So as far as the computer goes, the browser is pretty simplistic. There is a forward button, a back button, a home button, and a search button. So the forward button, there's an image that goes along with it. And it's a back arrow for forward. And the back button has a forward arrow. So just kind of silly there. The home is like a barn icon. And then search is a lighthouse icon at the top. And then uh, top right of that, there is like a refresh button, I suppose. So the search engine they're using is run-of-the-mill search engine, which is supposed to be like Google because the name is all gradient, like Google's is. There are three tab options. There's internet, which is just a web search. Pictures, which is self-explanatory. And I can't see the third tab. I assume it would be videos, though. Then there's a spot to type in your search criteria and then the big search button. And underneath that, it says run-of-the-mill search engine. Searching 11 websites. So... (laughs) Probably not going to find a whole lot, it seems. I would like to point out that as early as 2004, somebody registered the domain runofthemillsearchengine.com and created their own basically custom Google search bar there. So it looked just like the website from the show, but it was running on Google, which is really cool. But unfortunately, at some point around 2015... It went down and it has since not gone back up yet. The domain is registered to somebody, but if you go to the website, it's just somebody squatting on it asking for your offer to buy it. So, pretty lame. Check the show notes if you want to see. I'll link the Wayback Machine to uh, what the original site looked like back when it was up. Regarding Master Shake's search of teeth, plaque conspiracy, and Metallica, I just ran a custom Google search on those terms. Of course going from January 1st, 1900, just for any random beginning year, through December 7th, 2002. Because if you just search for this now, you're just going to get a 1,000 Aqua Teen websites and stuff like that. So I, I made sure to do it a day before this episode came out so that that wouldn't pop up. And not really anything that relates at all. Of course, as you would expect, I just wanted to see what we would find. The top result is an ebook called Comprehending Columbine, although I can't imagine why this is the result. <laughs> Back to the episode, though. Meatwad wants Shake to type in Justin Timberlake, and that's when Shake starts going off on Meatwad. And that scene ends with Master Shake threatening Meatwad. So so Shake just told Meatwad how he is going to stab Meatwad's mouth shut with skewers. He then goes on to say, and then we'll see how easily the axe slices through the meat. So let's see how Meatwad reacts to Shake's threats. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay. Maybe that
0: was a little huge. <laughs> Listen, I would never hit you with an axe when you had skewers stabbed through your mouth. <laughs> one or the other would be enough. look at that!
1: So when you first hear Meatwad stop crying, it's funny because he just instantly looks okay, and he's just looking at Shake to see what he has to say. And then Shake keeps going off on him, so Meatwad starts crying again. And then we hear a noise on the computer, and Meatwad just instantly stops crying again. So it seems like he's basically just faking it, which is pretty funny, I think. But all right, this begins the most visual-heavy episode I have covered so far, and probably will ever cover, I would imagine, because a lot of the jokes in this episode and a lot of the point of the episode is the pop-ups. So I'm not going to explain every single one. We'd be here all day if I did that. But of course, I can explain this first one. We see on Frylock's computer... The noise we heard was a pop-up, and it's pretty simple. There is a stop sign at the top that says, Whoa there, little fella, and it is blinking underneath that saying, Are you over 18? And then there's a yes and a no button. The two proceed to click yes, and then there's a slew of more pop-ups, which right now I, I'm feeling like going through them, so so let's just go through them here, but no guarantees I'll go through every other pop-up in the episode because there's so many. And you know, props to the art department because they spent so much time making pop-ups for this. That you see for literally like a fraction of a second. So after that, the next one that pops up is a teenage girl. What looks like sitting on a sidewalk and it, it says, ready for some desperate homeless teen action. And then there's a question mark and an exclamation mark. The button says, let's get it on with three exclamation marks after that. The next one to quickly pop up that you don't really see if if you can't go back and rewind or anything is a simple purple background. There is a dollar sign. And then there's text next to it saying, does this give you a boner? And there's an arrow pointing at the dollar sign. And then it says, click here. And then we get the pop-up that the Aqua Teens are talking about. It's a blue background saying free money and you don't have to leave the house. Click to sign up. So let's, let's listen to this clip and then we'll jump back into talking about it.
0: Are you over too? Yes. Click yes for yes. Well, all right, free money. You ain't even gotta lose the house. Please move away. We well, just does mine. I asked somebody to
1: send
0: that <laughs> to me, please. All right, 5.9 percent over APR. You don't get that over there. Are you kidding with <laughs> api like that? I could just die. <laughs> Click, on. Click it.
1: Great back and forth as always between Meatwad and Shake, and at the end of the clip, we heard a crazy noise, which we'll get to. Um, I'm just actually really curious now. I want to go through all these pop-ups if they're interesting enough to talk about. So let's see what we have after Shake clicks the click to sign up on the free money and you don't have to leave the house. So the first one just says, own your own panty cam with three exclamations. And it says, don't worry, she won't feel a thing. Click here. After that, we get a pop-up that says, this Christmas, slow nurses bite. Assisted living Dracula, the movie. So great call back there to... Episode 3, Bus of the Undead with Assisted Living Dracula. Here's an ad for the film on the internet, which I love that they did that. The next ad says, This offer is not going to last, then in parentheses underneath, or be defined. Click me. And then finally, the one that they talk about says, Your credit history doesn't matter. You don't need to have a job. You don't even need a bank account. Too good to be true? At That's incredible. Everyone's approved. And check this out. 5.9% over APR. Three exclamation marks. And then the button that you would press says, go man, go. <laughs> so I love Shake and Meatwad talking about this. Like it's, they're so excited about it because it's like, do, how do they know what this even means? I love that humor from Matt and Dave of these stupid characters geeking out about this credit card interest rate. Or I suppose it could be mortgage rate as well. So back to the episode here, they clicked it and then we heard that crazy noise and now, Shake and Meatwild are going to look over and there will be a pop-up in real life next to Frylock's bed. This pop-up saying, free casino, win real money, credit card required. Each side says cash with a bunch of exclamation marks. And at the center, it just says click. So that's what they're going to be referencing.
0: Oh my god. Well, no. real money. Oh. <laughs> okay, I am Give me five on blood. Hey, we I mean, get 10 on red, you're going to negate me. No, don't do it. <laughs> What? Credit card? How are we going to get one of them? Get out of my way! You don't need one! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Basically, at the beginning there, we just get some different gambling pop-ups, so not a whole lot to describe there. And then you hear they need a credit card, they don't have one, and you can deduce, they're like, oh, where are we going to get one? And then you, you hear a silence, and they see a pop-up that says free credit card. So Shake hits that one, then we get three more pop-ups. One says, congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Shake, you are now loaded with cash. He clicks that one and it says, you are today's winner. Um, I can't make out the whole thing, but something thousand dollar shopping spree. Your confirmation number is number 291977. Then it says, I assume like apply or something like that. Within the next four minutes, win a trip to St. Croix. Click now. And then after that one, we get the own your own panty cam ad again. So it's the same one we'd seen before, but this time it's in real life. Again, yeah, this is all in real life and he's hitting them with his hand. At this point, I'm left wondering if younger viewers really understand the reference here. Of course, I know you guys know what pop-ups are, but when you see these shitty pop-ups, we literally used to get ones like this that would flash saying, oh, you win and stuff. I suppose on some websites, that might still be a thing. I don't know. But I know I haven't seen pop-up ads like this in a long time, and partly because I run an ad block. But also, I don't think ads are just really like this anymore. They're a bit more designed than just text on a background. I remember being a young kid at school seeing one of these and like, oh, really? Did I win? But still, I was like smart enough not to click it. I'm like, ah, that seems too good to be true. I remember one time uh, I mentioned in a previous episode going to the library and hanging out there playing like RuneScape and stuff on the computers. And I remember, I think a friend sent me like an AIM message or something like, oh, click this. And I did. And it was like a bunch of porn pop ups I was getting at the library. So I was very scared trying to close them. And then you're like, oh, did somebody see? That popped up on my screen. They're going to think I was looking at porn and stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll kind of get to some of those later in this episode. Anyways, Shake is just smashing click here on the panty cam thing. And we get an outside cut of their house. And it's just quiet. And then we see something smashing against the garage door. So it's supposed to be these pop-ups are just spawning all inside the house. So we get two in the garage door. And then we get... One coming out Frylock's window that says, get your credit card now. No fees, no hassles, no kidding. And then one breaks out of, I guess, the the garage window. I, I'm not really sure what this room is, but it says, king credit, credit fit for a king. Click now for the royal treatment. And there's a crown on that ad. And Shake just keeps smashing that motherfucking click here button. So let's listen to that. Then we'll we'll keep talking about some pop-ups.
0: You need to watch what you agree to, because that one almost took my head off. Really? Well, how about these Sometimes huh? Is your head still oh, on? Oh, <laughs> Whoops.
1: So you can hear Meatwad is like, whoa, like, calm down. This is dangerous. And then Shake doesn't care. He's just doing it at this point because it's scaring Meatwad. And then one crashes through Frylock's monitor screen. So that's what you hear break. And Shake says, oops. Let's run through these pop-ups real quick. So the first one says, Congratulations, you are our, And then I can't see the full number because it's cut off, but it's some really high in the millions number saying our, uh, I don't know, 250 millionth hit or whatever. And then the button says, I assume click here to contact our claims departments, which is so like, non-committal and hilarious. Then we get one. It's for a, a free phone minute card delivered to your email account instantly. And then the text underneath that, it's cut off, but it's something about... How you can contact any family and friends you may have within a two block radius. This card is good for six minutes after clicking here, or something along those lines. And then we get one that says travel now. Click on a destination and experience the difference. And then it's just a bunch of uh, locations with prices. And that's the one that almost gets meatwad. That's when Shake starts uh, just pressing them to piss Meatwad off or just scare him or whatever. It says, Is your internet provider funding the terrorists? I'm afraid so. Join the one provider more and more Americans are relying on to meet their internet needs. Click here to sign up. And then it's cut off, but underneath it looks like it says dingleberry. <laughs> I, I can't make out the whole thing though. And then it's the last, maybe last, I don't know, something, whatever. I can't make out the rest of it because Friday's desk is blocking it. Shake clicks again. And we get another of the own your own panty cam one. And we also get a sailboat one, like a cruise offer. It says, just click and let the fun begin. And finally, the one that goes through Firelight's monitor is a car ad. It's for the Shyster Speed Hustler XL5. And it's just like a little sedan. It doesn't even look cool or anything. It's just a little like silver sedan with a green background, which is very funny. A part of me is interested to go through every single pop-up from now on, but I'm afraid you guys are going to get bored. So I'm only going to mention the ones that they are explicitly referencing or ones that just look funny. Or are worth mentioning. So I'm not going to keep just reading every single one. Because as, as you've heard, some of them aren't particularly funny. Or if they are funny, it's because of the visuals. For example, that cruise ship, you see a bunch of ladies on it, but you can't really see them in good detail, of course. But yeah, so I'm just going to mention the important ones from now on so that this isn't just me literally reading off every single pop-up in the show because that would make for a boring podcast. Back to the episode here. Frolax monitor is broken. So let's hear what Shake and Miwad have to say about it
0: yeah let's uh let's drag these out to the yard i need fresh air so i can rake in the jack (laughs) that's what i'm gonna be rolling boy yeah We better take some vitamins and try (laughs) (laughs) harder hello i'm home
1: we can hear they're in big trouble frylock is home Meatwad was trying to move the pop-up and he would kind of move it but it would just pop back to where it was i want to mention because it kind of bugs me the way that's On the show, if Frylock's monitor breaks, then it's like his whole computer is broken, even though we can see the giant computer up against the wall. But yeah, we hear his monitor break, and then you hear what sounds like a computer shutting down, which wouldn't happen. I I could shoot a bullet through my monitor right now. My computer would stay on, and my computer wouldn't really do anything, right? Besides maybe change the input. It wouldn't shut down or anything like in the show. But hey... That's all right. I mean, we have pop-ups popping up in real life, so I shouldn't be worrying too much about technological realism right now. So Frylock is home. Let's hear how Meatwad and Shake react.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Let's get out of here. But you stay and lock the door. (laughs) You did this!
1: Shake trying to pin it on Meatwad, of course. They just sprint out of Frylock's room and close the door, and we see them out in the hallway as Frylock approaches.
3: Oh, there you are. What are y'all
0: doing? I'm doing this, all right? You got a problem with that? Cool. (laughs) That's what we
3: are
1: Why is my door locked?
0: I, I don't know. we we never been back there. Is that your room? <laughs> hey, when did you start living here? Hey, we're roomies. <laughs> what was that?
1: Hopefully you guys heard that sound over my laughter. Basically, just a weird noise to our right where the living room is. That's a pop-up popping up in the living room. And before we get to that, I just think it's funny the way that Shake tries to handle the situation. He tries to act nonchalant. But, of course, it is not coming off that way at all, acting like he didn't know Frylock was their roommate that that's what he tries to use to change the subject so in our next clip shake yells out go hurry so that meatwad can go and block the pop-up and shake tackles frylock and holds him down so he can't go see it frylock pretty quickly gets out of shakes grasp and goes to the living room where meatwad is blocking the pop-up and he is just in a perfect shape of a giant rectangle covering it
0: go hurry oh what the Get off me, Shake! Oh, God! I'm sorry! Jeez! That was incredibly rude! What are you doing? Um... Stretching? Oh, yeah, I can (laughs) see that, Meatwad. For what? Olympics? No! The good...
3: Oh, yeah? (laughs) What event?
0: Yeah... What a man, Chase. Oh, he's not trying out for the Olympics. He's trying to hide something back there. Are sure? What are you hiding you know back what there, what there are... naughty meatwad? What the hell is this?
1: Cat's out of the bag now. Froelich has seen the ads floating around. And if you've seen the Brack Show before, then you will recognize this ad because it is a picture of a nice big house saying, is this your dream home? If so, act now. And the button says, click here to begin a lifetime of debt. And that house is the house from the Brack Show. So... Very clearly a shout out to that show. There's no way this was just a coincidence, of course. And interesting that when Meatwad moves out of the way and we see the ad, we hear like birds chirping. So there's some ambience with this ad as well, which I appreciate. Anyways, Shake runs up and just starts hitting the click here to begin a Lifetime of debt" button, which makes more pop-ups appear.
0: It's a ticket to a dream home. Act now, girl! <laughs> You've been messing
1: around with my computer, haven't you?
0: Shake said it was a crown line. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry! Line. I didn't realize that I was in the Supreme frickin' Court here. (laughs) Should I have my lawyer present for my frickin' trial?
1: (laughs) I love these moments where Meatwad is just parroting Shake and he thinks Shake is cool and is just teaming up with him, even though, of course, earlier in the episode, Shake was trying to pin all this on Meatwad, but Meatwad quickly forgot about that. Also, when he was crying earlier in the episode. But yeah, him, him and Shake are buddies right now, and he's just parroting everything that shake has to say anyways some great yelling and anger here from dana snyder as master shake and i love shake just defaulting to anytime he's being questioned or anything he's just like oh what am i on trial here he acts like whoever's pointing out his wrongdoings is overreacting by severe magnitudes he always tries to pin it back on them and act like he's being treated unfairly for simply being called out for his misdeeds Frylock makes his way into his bedroom to see the slew of ads that are all over the place. And I want to point out there are some new ones here we didn't see before, but nothing really worth talking about. It's mostly just like credit card stuff and free money and stuff like that. No real joke ones.
3: Oh my goodness.
0: Oh no. What? Remember we talked about this? How the hell did this happen? Look, I was just cleaning... And I just came in here because I heard some noises, and I was thinking of you. <laughs> Shake-pressing him. there he was. That is a of I can't even provide. reach the keyboard! Look at me. <laughs> ah, A web of lies!
3: Is that why your name is on all these windows, Shake? What windows? All of them. (laughs) Wow!
0: That offer won't last long. Hurry, I can feel it closing.
3: Oh, yeah, we're going to be closing them right now. No, my
1: opportunities! Shake, of course, trying to pin this all on Meatwad, but Meatwad, of course, is like, I can't even reach the keyboard. How did I do this? And also all of the pop-ups say Master Shake. And we get another pop-up joke here. Here's one worth talking about. It says, Master Shake, are you ready to blow your wad? You've just won 1 million sex dollars. Click below to claim your reward, which I think is a great <laughs> 1 million sex dollars. Sign me up. Frylock is out to close all these pop up windows, but in this next clip, we can see he's having some trouble. He's having a, a bit of a problem because he's pressing the close button and they're not closing. They're staying there.
3: Damn it, they're not closing. I'm going to have to make them smaller.
0: You don't touch them. I worked very hard to get these, and you're just (laughs) jealous because I'm the one they're looking for. Oh, man. Jealous. Look at this. Damn it. Oh, wait. Go back one, please. They all say the same damn thing, (laughs) Shake, But I like that
1: color. This clip, we have some visual gags. Basically, it's the same pop-up, just in different colors, saying, do you like to party hard? And the button that you would press says, hell yeah. And the color that Shake liked was yellow text on blue. You heard that Frylock was successfully minimizing the windows, at least, or making them smaller so that they could exist in this room a little bit easier, but that is interrupted when we hear Meatwad calling for help. During this clip, we get a glimpse of Meatwad, and he is stuck between a bunch of pop-ups, all of women's chests with uh, bikinis on, and yeah, he's calling for help, and I assume this is where the episode's TV-14 rating comes from. Meatwad, where are you?
0: (laughs) <laughs> Where's that one at, please? Something, something. Little Jones. I can't rude. Really, the, the women are suffocating me. Hold on, I'll save you.
3: Oh, hang on a minute, Meat Wad. I, damn it, I got the phone line, and they're still coming. Listen to me, Meat
0: Can you reach the power cord? Listen to me, Meat Is it hot girl on girl action? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the girls. <laughs> Bro, this one looks kinda strong. Hello, girl. Okay, listen. Just keep talking to me, okay, so I can follow your voice and find the action. And those perpetrators will pay. I will
3: redden their buttocks. <laughs> no, <laughs> screw that shake. I'm pulling the fuse. Go, go!
1: <laughs> Miwad says he's on some beach, but none of the pop-ups have any beach scenery on it. So I'm not entirely sure what that reference is coming from. But you can hear Shake is very intrigued by the naked girls that Meatwad is talking about. So he is desperately trying to find his way over there while Meatwad is calling for help. We get a visual gag here. Of the whole time we're seeing some women's bodies behind Meatwad, then eventually it pulls out and we see that they have dudes' heads on them. So it's just guys' heads on women's bodies. And not entirely sure who these two guys are, but you have to assume that they're friends of the show in some capacity or people who work on the show. Frylock unplugs the phone line, which this is definitely, you know, something that doesn't really translate today because back in the day... Basically, dial-up was your only option. So yeah, he yanked the phone line out, which should shut off the internet. It's the same thing as you know, just unplugging your router today, or I guess unplugging the cable or, or the the fiber from it, whatever you've got set up. Man, it's been a it's been a hot minute since I thought about you know having dial-up internet on the phone line because unless you had a dedicated phone line for the internet, which I would assume most people did not. Then, you know, you had to share these two services on one line, which meant, hey, if somebody had to make a call, you had to get off the internet, which sucked. You know, you're trying to play some RuneScape or something, and you got to you gotta get off because mom's got to make a phone call. Not good times. I remember being on AOL talking to my school friend, and he had to go because his, his mom had to call somebody. Anyways, pulling the phone line does not make a difference regarding the pop-ups. So, Frylock, at his wits end just turns off the fuse, and in this next clip we're gonna see what happens. Spoiler alert, it didn't work, and the wizard himself, the guy making all these pop-ups appear, comes down from the ceiling in, of course, a uh, pop-up, and video chats with them.
3: Hello, Master Shake. Hello.
0: Who the hell are you? Excuse me, let me just squeeze by your hair. Did you hear me?
2: I said, who the I, hell are you? The
3: W-W-W-Y-Z-Z-E-R-D. D. Okay, well, what the do you... <laughs> wizard. What do Duh. you... <laughs> okay. Dot I... com. What the hell do you want with us?
1: <laughs> the Wizard is a green man. He has just a big head with a big white beard. And then he has white hair on the sides of his head that are lifted up to the sides and we see blue what is supposed to be like you know nuggets of information traveling along the strands of his hair so it's actually a really cool design he also has two yellow buck teeth in his mouth and yeah he's just in a video player the whole time and that player as you can hear is constantly buffering because internet wasn't you know as fast as it is these days (laughs) back in 2001 2002 So kind of impressive that they can video chat here. But yeah, it's really laggy and kind of funny that this is so laggy when Frylock can pretty easily video chat with the Plutonians a lot and there's no buffering and lag there. But here with the wizard, there is maybe it's because the Plutonians have some sort of space age technology that uh, the wizard doesn't have access to. I don't know. Jumping back into this scene, we end with Frylock asking the wizard what he wants and now Shake is going to respond because he's stupid and thinks that Frylock was talking to him.
0: You know what I want and what I want, I get! (laughs) I can find his damn thing. I
1: wasn't talking to you.
0: Good, because I wasn't listening to you.
3: Can you not hear me? I said what. You could win a Porsche. I'm not filling out no damn form, so I can win no damn sports car. I want to know what the hell is going on here.
0: So do I. You see Fatima over here with the beard hanging off. What the hell's going on with these chicks?
3: Hang
2: on. (sighs) Rebuffering. This is live streaming. Broadbrain. Broadbrain. Yes. Broadbrain. Congratulations!
3: You are automatically signed up to receive emails about Yeah, yeah, updates. I know. Your special is especially and annoying. And I'm coming in there right now to unsubscribe. End of the internet.
1: Off the bat, yes, a lot of downtime in the wizard speaking in these parts, but I didn't want to cut anything really because it kind of explains why the scene is paced the way it is and all this stuff, so... I kept those silences in. Frylock has his back and forth with the wizard, and the wizard keeps trying to give Frylock free prizes and stuff like that, but Frylock doesn't care. He wants to speak to the wizard directly because this communication is taking so long due to all the buffering. So the wizard allows Frylock to enter the internet, and to do that, we get a pop-up with what looks like, I don't know, a computer chip, a motherboard giant thing that says enter, and then that opens up revealing a stream of zeros and ones that are all green, kind of like the Matrix, and Frylock enters into that. Frylock now in the wizard's realm. We see the wizard's body is just a giant green foot, which is a strange choice, but one that adds to the goofiness of the character, and he's just kind of floating around in this abyss. It's kind of dark, like a dark blue behind him, and we see what looks like just clouds moving around, but it's supposed to be just some otherworldly location. And it's convenient that Frylock is the one to deal with this because Frylock can float. I don't know how Meatwater Shake would handle being here because there's no floor, it looks like. Of course, the wizard is a giant foot and he is fine, but he's also connected via his hair to uh, what we cannot see. But yeah, not a whole lot of background here, just some moving cloud-like shapes. Now that we are free of the buffering of the video chat via Broadbrain, let's hear this interaction between the Wizard and Frylock.
3: All right, first off, Wizard, I want you to shut off all. It's pronounced Wizard.
2: (laughs) The two Z's, two D's, and three W's. Get it straight.
3: Whatever. I just want you to shut off all this junk and get the hell out of my house.
2: It's only forty-four
3: ninety-five a month. That's pennies a day. Look, I didn't sign up for this crap. It was my roommate's doing.
2: Surely this convenience entices you. Pornography and online gaming at hundreds of times the speed of your normal advertising service provider. It's so easy to use. And the surgery to surgery? implant it to the base <laughs> of your skull is so painless that it's no wonder I'm number one. Oh, look, look. There's been a misunderstanding. Now I know for sure that I don't want this service. You signed up for the 30-day trial. You must have to have it for 30 days. And it's free? Of course. Unlimited hours over an extremely limited amount of time. <laughs> here, let me show you some live streaming webcam of your fat neighbor enjoying my services.
1: Again, that is Todd Hansen playing the wizard here. He went on to do Dan Halen in Squidbillies. Not a very interesting voice. You know, he plays it well enough, and I don't know how else it should be played, but not the most interesting villain voice on the show, I guess. In that clip, it's revealed that they are signed up for the 30-day trial, and that means that they must use it because they're signed up. The wizard also mentions how there's some sort of brain implant that you need, but it is not painful, he he reassures. It's so easy that it's no wonder that he is number one. It's kind of shocking when you become an adult and you realize how shitty these internet companies are and how much of a monopoly they have and how they just don't really give a fuck about (laughs) any of their consumers, really, because they don't have to because in most areas, there's nobody to challenge them. I have a shitty internet story for you guys. This happened back in the springtime. My fiance and I were moving to our new home and previously, we were living in an apartment where we had internet supplied to us by the facility I guess it it just it just came with your apartment. And so yeah, we had to pick a company this time because obviously we got no choice in who our provider was before. And they were fine, but in town here we have a new service called MetroNet which is fiber internet. So way faster. So of course I'm interested because I was doing a lot of streaming, you know, downloading games, all that stuff. And I go to their website, it says, "Yeah, your your home is eligible. Would you like to book an appointment?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, book that appointment." And I kind of waited stupidly, not till the last second, but I didn't want to get internet too soon because it took us a month or two to move in. So I didn't want to get it, you know, way ahead of time and pay a couple months for internet I wasn't using. So we lined it up just so it would be installed like a day or two after we moved in, basically. And that alone was a bummer because it's like, all right, we're going to have like a weekend with no internet, but there was enough to do. It wasn't a huge deal. So the day comes and, you know, you guys know I'm on night shift schedule and the day comes and I'm waiting. I am you know, I was staying up. Basically, they're supposed to come at like eight or something like that, eight in the morning. And so I'm staying up, staying up. Where are they? They never come. So I go to bed. My fiance calls and they're like, oh, you never had an appointment set up or some bullshit like that. I would like to point out that I had a confirmation email for the date and the time. They said, oh, when you set up on our website, it doesn't work sometimes for some reason, which you think it might say that. But anyways... We reschedule and the people never show up, you know, uh, like a week later. And so my fiance calls again, livid. Finally, they're going to send somebody out that same day. The guy comes out and he's like, oh, your house isn't eligible for for Metronet because they didn't like lay the fiber lines to our house. I guess the people down the street had it, but they didn't have it for us. And it was going to take, you know, who knows how long for them to get around to that. So we just had to go with good old charter internet, which isn't great both price-wise and speed-wise. They're all right, I guess. But at least setting up an appointment with them was pretty easy and they came out pretty quickly to get us hooked up. So yeah, that's my shitty internet story. Looking at my fiance's review now, because she actually left them a review, which she's never done before. It was actually three weeks we were left without internet because of them and because of how they kept promising they would do it and then ultimately they weren't able to. But yeah, it really sucked when I was in the middle of streaming a lot And, you know, I had to keep telling people, oh, it'll be even longer before I can get back on there. Sorry, guys. Let's get back to the Aqua Scene episode now that you guys are basking in my misery. That clip ends with the wizard saying, let me show you some live streaming webcam of your fat neighbor enjoying my services. So let's jump back into the scene and see what exactly is going on with Carl, who we assume will be enjoying his broad brain.
0: This right now, I'm running out of oxygen, and I seriously need to get to my bathroom, which is currently being blocked by some stupid ass hit the monkey cage.
3: Oh
2: God, I think you Carl. Oh, Carl. He can't hear you, Fryman. You are not on the brain frame.
1: Carl gets his fingertips cut off when a pop up just appears, and you can hear he's saying, "Hey, I don't have any oxygen, and I can't get to the bathroom. All that kind of horrible stuff." Great little uh, visual done on the episode here because carl pops up in a pop-up you know in in the wizard's realm and that is all pixelated the same way the wizard was back in frylock's room so i think it's cool that they specifically pixelated these little things i don't know if they rendered out at like a lower resolution or it's probably just some sort of effect i guess applied in the scene but still I, i like the attention to detail that they have here because the image isn't just like normal it's all pixelated and shitty looking while this is going on, we see Master Shake in the background, so he's just went over to Carl's house while Frylock was in the wizard's realm. So let's see what Shake has to say. Oh, hey, Carl, how
0: you doing? How you doing here? Hey, are those your fingers? Call the doctor! Can't you see I'm bleeding here? Got a little question. Can you tell me how I get the women that don't have this easy top lumberjack look? I want to date Sasquatch. I call your
3: mother. <laughs> <laughs> you a telephone in here? Carl needs an ambulance. Telephone? <laughs> Ha <laughs> How hey, primitive! I wanted to look at Sasquatch,
1: I'd go out to the... No, Carl's house has a different set of pop-ups that we haven't seen yet. One of them says, hit the monkey, win legitimate Brazil trip. I assume it's cut off by shake. And then there's a classmate ad saying something about relive the past, make yourself out to be something you're not, just to save face. And then he has a weight loss ad, skinny person inside of you. I assume it says like unlock the skinny person inside of you. And yeah, a couple other things, I can't really make them out though, but the coloring and stuff is not what we've seen. And then behind all the ads in the bottom left, if you're watching the episode, we see some text and a button, but they're not actually in an ad. They're over his carpet. So I don't know if there was a mistake there, if they forgot to add a background to that text and that button, but it's just floating over his carpet, which is interesting. Also, Carl bleeding out on his shirt shake sees that carl is in dire need of medical attention but all he cares about is how to get women who don't have the zz top lumberjack look he then keeps trying to insult the wizard's mother but the wizard doesn't care and just closes out the pop-up video chat that is floating in the ether so let's listen real quick to what frylock and the wizard have to say to each other after closing out master shakes video chat
2: here caveman contact him with instant pestering it's only an additional nine ninety-five. No, did
3: you not understand?
2: I want to speak to your supervisor. Okay. Hang on a second. I'll be right back.
1: So the wizard says there wasn't a phone in the ether there for Frylock to use to help out Carl, but he can contact him on instant pestering, which is an instant messaging joke, and it's only an additional nine ninety-five a month, and we get a pop-up here. And there's a chat saying, are you home yet? And the username is Zorak Fart 3271 So great uh, little throwback to Space Ghost there, of course, the character Zorak. Although he does predate Space Ghost, but obviously they're referencing that. Zorak also in Brak Show too. I like how the wizard is just trying to add on more services. He's not actually trying to help Frylock with this situation at all. Kind of reminds me of how, you know, if you ever try and sign up with internet with somebody, they try and sell you the phone, they try and sell you the TV packaging. It's like, I don't want all this shit. I just want the one thing that I'm asking for. Frylock is fed up with this, so he demands to speak to the wizard's supervisor. And we get this whole fanfare music section, I'm not going to play. And we see the wizard kind of glow a bit but you see his little arm reaches out and he just puts a goatee on over his beard. So it's very funny because he has this giant white beard and now he has a black goatee and mustache over that beard. So let's see if Frylock is going to fall for this.
2: I'm the supervisor. What seems what? to be the problem? You're the
3: same damn guy. <laughs> just put another beard
1: and
2: mustache. No, I didn't. You're going offline, internet wizard. But the skull implant comes in this decorative tin. Decorate this. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Fine. Don't use our service. Get left in the digital dust. But remember, you could have won a Porsche.
1: The wizard falling apart here because Fraloc does not fall for this being the manager. He knows it's just the wizard with a mustache and beard on. And... He just says, but the skull implant comes in this decorative tin. We get a pop-up saying, the skull implant comes in this decorative tin. The tin isn't really that decorative. It just says, broad-brained skull implants. Looks just like a jar of, I don't know, hair gel, but it's just all all silver and not very interesting. And then click here for info. Frylock blows up that pop-up, which he should just do to the wizard at this point. But I guess uh, morally, Frylock wouldn't do something like that. So yeah, that... that clip ends with the wizard just saying but remember you could have won a Porsche which Frylock wasn't interested in he just wants out of all this bullshit so let's continue on with the conversation and see the decision Frylock is about to be given
3: choose your path through Cyberland yes sign me up for your fabulous intrusive service including the home invasion cam no choose your option Fryman hell no finally thank you now open this window and get the hell out of my house read it again Fryman I need another 90 days to decide, but I'm pretty sure I want this. And
2: after this 90-day trial, you will be judged and sentenced to a lifetime of interactive sports news and information, and we will continue to draw from your account, because banks don't care. It's
1: not their money. (laughs) Basically, Freilach didn't have a choice. Either it was, yes, we want this forever, or no, we only want this for a 90-day trial. Although you suppose... Once the 90-day trial was up, they would be forced with the same exact prompt there of, yes, I want it, or no, I need more time to decide if I want it. Awful situation to be in. I'm surprised that Frylock again, just didn't blow him up at this point. Although I suppose Frylock would have been stuck in the ether there with the wizard. Anyways, as Frylock exits, our next scene is the Aqua Teens are outside. They've been living outside. We see Meatwad with leaves and stuff all stuck in them. And let's hear why they are in this situation.
0: I'm tired of sleeping in this tree now. When are we going to go home?
1: Two more weeks.
0: Two more weeks? Shut
3: up and eat your squirrel meat.
0: Squirrel meat? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I got wireless.
1: What? That's the end of the episode. You can hear just more pop-ups coming up. And Shake says, I got wireless. And they're getting a lot of food ads. One of which says Slice Age. It is a pizza place. We just see a pizza slice on it and a phone number. And then one I really want to talk about here says Lord of the Dragon. It's a Chinese food restaurant and there's a a box of rice in the center. It says anytime, anywhere... Come back for seconds with a vengeance. Email us at lotd at ducksauce.com. So there we have our third Lord of the Blank restaurant. In Old Drippy, we had Lord of the Wings. In Love Mummy, we had Lord of the Lobster. And now here in Interfection, we have Lord of the Dragon. I want to point out too, we see some pop-ups here that we only saw in Carl's house. So they're using them here. And we also get another Assisted Living Dracula pop-up. Visually, in terms of the other Aqua Teens, we have Frylock. His fries are all disheveled and kind of depressed down, and his beard has really grown out, and there's like a twig in it, and it's kind of curling at the bottom. So he looks really strange with this uh, mustache and beard, I think. He looks almost completely different because his goatee really frames so much of his face. So without it, as we're used to it, he looks a bit strange. Shake is the most dramatic transformation. He, first of all, is wearing a squirrel pelt around himself. So he's trying to cover up here. He's holding a stick. His eyes kind of look like he has bags under them, but he's starting to grow facial hair, just scraggly, a uh, little scruff there. And the gross thing here that I didn't notice until right now is out of his straw, there is a bunch of dark black hair growing out, which I'd like to point out his facial hair is orangish looking, but out of his straw is this nasty, almost pubic hair looking kind of material. And it's it's just really gross. I guess he has to shave inside of his straw normally. But yeah, guys, that is Interfection, episode 15, one that I've always liked. And I guess I'm just going to say now, watching back, I'm surprised how little of the wizard we actually see. For some reason, you know, when I think about this episode, I think about the wizard and he's so iconic. He's probably one of the most iconic Aqua Teen villains, even though he himself isn't that interesting, I feel like. But yeah, you don't see him a whole lot in this episode. Timing it out, he only appears at like the six and a half minute mark, which the episode is only 11 minutes, including the outro. So yeah, he's not in a whole lot of it. It's really fun seeing all the technologically focused references here. You know, the dial up, the video chat, the IMing, and just the pop-ups themselves. It really brings me back to that time because somebody who wasn't alive then, they could still enjoy this episode, no doubt. And, you know, it's not like it's complicated. You can infer what is going on here. But, you know, really having been alive at that time, it's fun to see them play on this technology that's just so not applicable anymore. I also found the structuring of this episode very interesting. The way that it's all about Meatwad and Shake messing around in Frylock's room in the first half. And then the second half is basically all Frylock. I mean, in the second half, we don't even see Meatwad anymore except for at the very end. So I found that kind of fun, you know, because Frylock is absent at the beginning and then he is the main character at the end and vice versa. Before we go, I also want to mention that shortly after the episode aired, www.yzzerdd.com was launched by, you know, the creators of the show. It featured a flash video of The Wizard as well as every single pop-up ad from the episode. Unfortunately, that website no longer exists Probably because Flash isn't supported anymore because this was a Flash video and as of this year, Flash does not work anymore. So you can go on Wayback Machine and see what the site looked like. I guess it was just a Flash video, but since Flash doesn't work, I couldn't actually access this and see what it looks like. If anybody else knows how to do that, please let me know. I spent some time trying to figure it out, but I didn't think it was really worth that much time investment. But now if you go to the website, it just links you right to Teen on adultswim.com. So That website no longer exists. Of course, they don't deem it worth it to recreate the Flash video in HTML5 or some other alternative that we can view these days. In terms of rating the episode, I'm going to give it four conspiracy theories out of five. It's just really tight. It's just a classic episode. Not a whole lot of downtime. Again, I like the way that the main characters switch halfway through. Not a whole lot of Carl there, but at least they included him a little bit. And just so many great classic jokes in this one. So really fun episode. Not as great as I remembered it, but still one of the better ones this season. So that's it for me, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what I do, please consider supporting on Patreon. The extra money from you guys really helps me do things for the show, like the stickers. And I have some... Really cool advertising ideas I think you'll be excited about. I know, that sounds pretty lame advertising, but hey, uh, wait till it comes to fruition. I think you guys will be very excited to see that. And yeah, just getting uh, that extra little income from you guys helps me say no when I'm asked to come in extra for work every single day, which is getting quite old at this point. So hey, if you want to chat, check out the Discord if you want to talk with me and other podcast listeners. Otherwise, feel free to say hi on Instagram, Twitter email, whatever, all in the show notes. Check it there if you want to get down and dirty. So that's it, guys. Have a great week, and we'll talk next week about one of my favorite episodes, season one, episode 16, PDA. Take it easy. Shoot, I forgot, I'm sorry.